Welcome to another episode of our digitally remastered old-time radio shows from SolvedMystery.com. Visit our website for complete collections of your favorite old-time radio series. Remember to follow us so you won't miss new releases from SolvedMystery.com. Hello, my friends. The Heinz Honey and Almond Cream Program. Starring George Burns and Heinz Honey, Gracie Allen, with Frank Parker, Ray Noble and his orchestra, and Truman Bradley speaking. A hundred million strong, that's right, you can't go wrong. Thank you very much. Hello. Well, Gracie, this is probably the biggest moment in your career. Right after the broadcast, we're leaving for your convention. Oh, yes. Well, what do you think about it? Well, in the first place, it's surprising. Well, it's... Uh, what's surprising in the first place? The Brooklyn Dodgers. <laughs> the Brooklyn Dodgers. Well, uh, aren't you thrilled? The train goes to Omaha in 45 minutes. Oh, that's wonderful. Certainly, it's wonderful. It used to take two days. <laughs> are you are you excited about all this? Oh, I'll say. This morning I was so excited that I took a bath in the bathtub and ate breakfast in the breakfast room. <laughs> What's so unusual about that? Well, I usually do just the opposite. If Omaha's listening in, I'd like to tell them that I've got a headache and I'm bringing her with me. Yeah, and I'm going too. Good, good, good. <laughs> Incidentally, Ray, are all your boys packed? Oh, rather, yes. Are your musicians taking their wives with them? No, only their instruments, old man. Only their instruments? Oh, yes, they'd be very lonely in Omaha without their instruments, you know. <laughs> Isn't even the flute player taking his fife? Oh, please, oh, please. <laughs> Say, Gracie. Yes? Got a present for you. Again? Every week he's got a present. Oh, Ray, it's beautiful. Oh, nothing. <laughs> Just a little something to throw over your shoulders. <gasps> what is it? Confetti. <laughs> well, wear it in good health. Thanks. Frank and Truman, are you all set to go? Sure, my bags are outside of the elevator. Yes, so are mine, Mr. Vice President. Frank, I'm not the Vice President. I don't know. You look like a garner to me. <laughs> Frank, you know... Frank is almost as funny as a temporary filling. <laughs> Ain't it the tooth? Ain't it's it? Uh, <laughs> now, let's see. I checked the trunks. The bags are by the elevator. Gracie's got the tickets. I'd still have them, too, if I didn't meet that man. So right after the... Bro man... What man? And I don't get excited, George. You Gracie. see, I was standing in Gracie. front of... don't tell me you haven't got the ticket. Why? Aren't you interested? <laughs> Look, I gave you tickets for Salt Lake City and Omaha. Where are they? Well, Salt Lake City's in Utah and Omaha's in Nebraska. <laughs> Gracie, where are the tickets? Well, what happened was I was standing in front of the studio listening to two people talking like I always do when I'm minding my own business. I know, I know, And I know. Uh, a man came over and he tipped his hat and his toupee fell off and he I'm said... I'm not interested I... in the man's toupee. Oh, sure. It's no hair off your head. <laughs> What happened? Oh, well, so he said, aren't you that pretty little Gracie Allen? And of course, he had me yes, there. Yes, I'm a biased little bit. <laughs> and then he said, uh, if you're elected president, are you going to enlarge the Navy? And I said, enlarge the Navy? They can hardly get into those tight houses now. <laughs> and Gracie, when he came to Gracie train, where are the tickets? I don't want to rush Russia, George, but if you want to make that train, we've got to leave this studio in 12 minutes. Gracie, where are the tickets? I know that. I say, George, will I have time to say goodbye to my musicians before we leave? Goodbye to your musicians. I thought you were taking them with you. 
Well, no. Their wives don't let them go unless they take them along. Well, that's simple. Let their wives go along. Well, then the musicians won't go, old boy. <laughs> Gracie, where are the tickets? Say, George, you want to hear a laugh? Yeah. <laughs> Look, I'm slowly going out of my mind. You've got 11 minutes, George. Gracie, where are those tickets? Well, my little nephew won't need a ticket. Good. I packed him inside my suitcase. Gracie, you packed him inside the suitcase? Well, that's the only way I can close it. While I push from the outside, he pulls down from the inside. Try to understand this. But uh, when I locked it, I left one of his hands sticking out. You left one of his hands sticking out? Yeah, so he could carry the suitcase. <laughs> Gracie, who did you give the tickets to? The man in front of the studio. What did he look like? He looked like he wanted the tickets. <laughs> well, maybe he's still there. I'm going to go out and try to find him. Losing those tickets, Gracie, has certainly gotten us in a terrible mess. Yes, it has. Well, Laura, my kangaroo's in a terrible mess, too. Your kangaroo? Yeah, they won't let me take her on the train. But, Gracie, we can't go to your convention without her. She's your surprise party emblem. Why didn't you box her and put her in the baggage car? Well, we tried to, but she boxed right back. She's a boxing kangaroo, you know. Oh, gee, that's awful. Awful? Yeah. She knocked out the baggage man with one blow. Where did she hit him? In the caboose. <laughs> well, uh, what are we going to do? Oh, well, don't worry. I've got it all fixed. Mm -hmm. Bubbles is going to meet us at the station, and she's got my kangaroo dressed up like a woman. No. Yes, with a hat and veil and long black coat and everything. <laughs> Is her tail covered? Yeah, but only for fire and theft. <laughs> and you boys will have to help me get her on the train. Uh, did you say she was a boxing kangaroo? Uh -huh. Let Truman do it. No, let Frank do it. Now, wait a minute, boys. I've got an idea. Let's get George to do it. Oh, oh yes. yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we'll tell him it's my Aunt Clara. Sure, he'll be glad to help an old lady. <laughs> Especially when she kicks him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I couldn't find a man with the tickets. Say, George, um, <clears throat> while you were out, my Aunt Clara phoned that she's going to Omaha with us. To Omaha? Uh-huh. That's a long hop for an old lady. Oh, well, she won't mind it. She's been hopping around for years. Gracie, <laughs> what about the tickets? Sir George, will you help my Aunt Clara on the train? You can count me out. We probably will. George, <laughs> will you help my Aunt Clara on the train? Well, all right, I'll help her. Thanks. You'll love Aunt Clara, old man. You'll get a big bang out of her. <laughs> all right, so I'll get a bang out of her. Right in the caboose. <laughs> Gracie, how could you give a strange man the tickets? He wanted to see the broadcast. Well, why give him the railroad tickets? I didn't. Here they are. You mean you had the railroad tickets? Sure. And why did you let me worry like this? Oh, well, I thought you were worrying about getting into the broadcast. Oh. <laughs> Announcing the Big Hand Lotion Special of 1940. Heinz Autograph Special. The big dollar size of Heinz Honey and Almond Cream for only 49 cents. Think of it. Heinz dollar-sized bottle, less than half price. This is the first time Heinz has ever made this nationwide offer. That big family-sized Heinz is always an economical buy at a dollar, but now it's twice as good a buy. You save over 50 cents. You get over twice the quantity for your money. And in addition, you get a Gracie Allen autograph right on the bottle, and it's detachable. This Heinz autograph special is being featured right in your own neighborhood. So go to any toilet goods counter and ask for Heinz autograph special. The big dollar size for only 49 cents. Stock up now for the whole family so that you'll have plenty of fragrant, creamy Heinz on hand to soothe chapped hands, tender faces, and sunburned skin. This Heinz autograph special is too good a bargain to miss, especially since it's Heinz, the extra creamy, extra softening lotion that's famous for softer, smoother hands. Now, here is Frank Parker. Thanks, True. Tonight, I'm going to sing Cole Porter's outstanding number, Begin the Begin. 
when they begin the beginning. It brings back the sound of music so tender. It brings back the sight of tropical splendor. It brings back a memory ever free. I'm with you once more under the stars. And down by the shore, an orchestra sleigh. And even the palms seem to be swaying when they begin the beat. To live it again is past all endeavor, except when that moon clutches my heart. Divine, what rapture serene. Till clouds came along to disperse the joys we had tasted. And now when I hear people curse the chance that was wasted, I know but too well what they mean. So don't let them begin to begin. Like a dead desire, I only remember when they begin the beginning. Oh, yes, let them begin the beginning. Make them play till the stars at the very heart return upon me. You whisper to me once more. Suddenly know what heaven we're in when they begin the beginning. When they begin. for me. Say, do you think Truman and I can squeeze in this cab? Why, Frank, I didn't know you two cared. <laughs> Quiet. <laughs> Come on, get in. Driver, Union Station. Okay. I think I'm going to screw it. You've got eight minutes, George. <laughs> Step on it, driver. Oh, uh, don't forget, George, you're taking care of my Aunt Clara. Okay. You know, she's rather nervous, so don't mind if she's a bit jumpy. Well, don't worry. I know how to take care of old ladies. Aunt Clara, you know, just finished a picture. What picture? Hop along, Cassidy. <laughs> Say, driver, are you sure this is the way to Union Station? Oh, I'll have to turn around. I thought you said Bureau of Immigration. <laughs> Bureau of Immigration? Do I look like an immigrant? You're wide open for a crack, brother. Oh. Step on it, driver. George, would you mind opening the window? Why, Ray? Well, I want to look inside the cab. <laughs> Look inside the cab. Well, where are you? 
standing out here on the running board? This cab hasn't got a running board. Really? Well, don't tell the driver. He sulks terribly. <laughs> Get in here. I wonder how long you have to study to become an imbecile. You've got seven minutes, George. <laughs> driver, are we getting near the Union Station? Oh, I missed it again. I thought you people wanted to see the birth of a nation. Birth of a nation? Get going, get going. Say, George, are you sure you've never seen my Aunt Clara? I've never seen her. Oh, well, you can't miss her. She has on one of those bustles. Well, what does it look like? Well, um, oh, it's a long tail. <laughs> well, then you can tell me some other Yes. Time. Oh, she's beautiful, George. Beautiful eyes, beautiful teeth, beautiful nose, and boy, what leaps. What leaps? My Aunt Clara. Your Aunt Clara leaps? No, no, she sleeps. Sleeps? She, she creeps. Creeps? What kind of a... She creeps in her sleep. I mean, she lifts. That's what she does. She <laughs> oh, she has an impediment. Yeah, but she traded it in for a Buick. <laughs> I wonder how long a person can live without brains. You've got six minutes, George. <laughs> Driver, are you sure this is the way to Union Station? Oh, I bet you people despise me. <laughs> I thought you said Rooney's Plantation. Rooney's Plantation. Get going. Why would I say Rooney's Plantation? Faster. Fast. Oh, nuts. All right, pull over there. Pull we, over there. We weren't doing anything, officer. I know it. And why did you stop us? I'm lonesome. <laughs> well, I'll call you up sometime. Go ahead, driver. Say, George, have you got all my campaign speeches that I'm going to make on the trip? Yeah, I've got them right here on my coat pocket. Well, don't lose them. I've got sandwiches wrapped up in them. Sandwiches? Yes, yeah, Swiss cheese sandwiches. How can, you, how, how can you make a speech while you're eating a Swiss cheese sandwich? Oh, I can talk through the hole. <laughs> Why can I think of those things? I've got an apple for you, George. Driver, step on it. Why? Do you like applesauce better? Quiet, quiet. <laughs> George, can you keep a secret? Yes. Those sandwiches in your pocket have mayonnaise in them. Mayonnaise? How do you know? It just leaked out. <laughs> Ray, will you cut it out? You've got a whole lifetime to make a fool of yourself. You've only got five minutes, George. Driver, <laughs> you're going the wrong way again. Oh, I'll just hate myself in the morning. <laughs> hurry, hurry! Say, George, if you've never met Aunt Clara, you've got a kick coming. A kick? Yeah, in the caboose. <laughs> caboose? What's this caboose? Well, caboose, um, that's my little nephew's name. His name? Yes, of course, we only call him caboose for short. His whole name is Nincompoose. Oh, Nincompoose. <laughs> Must be a smart kid. Well, he was born with a gray hair. With a gray hair? Yeah. A lot of gray hair, just one. <laughs> Nephew was born with gray hair? Yes, he come from a very old family. Yes. <laughs> from a very old script. Yes. <laughs> now, uh... Now what's he stopping for? Hey, Mamie! Mamie! Who's he hauling up to? What is it, Orson? <laughs> I'm driving these people to the Union Station, and they don't know where it is. We don't know where it is. Who are they? Heinz Honey and Almond Cream people. Heinz Honey and Almond Cream? What's that? What's that? It's the best hand lotion that money can buy. It makes rough red hands soft, smooth, and white. Tell them. You can get to any toilet goods counter in 10, 25, 50 cent dollar sizes. That's what it is. Hello, boy. Why, certainly. Then if you're so smart, why ain't you driving a cab? Come on, driver. Step on it. Orson, did you have the car fixed yet? No, it's running pretty good. What about the jerks? They're going to the Union Station. We hope so. 
never get to the Union Station. Oh, yes, we will. And then you'll meet my Aunt Clara. Can't wait. You know, the people next door to my aunt's house once put up a 20-foot fence to shut out her view. Was your aunt saw? Yeah, but she got over it. <laughs> well, just two more blocks and we're there. Well, that's fine. Now it's a traffic cop. Hey, you with the big nose. Didn't you see me put up my hand? No. Didn't any of you see me? No, we didn't no. see him. Darn it, nobody pays any attention to me. Miss, that happens to be Gracie Allen. Oh, her. What's she got that I haven't got? <laughs> that was a double picture, and they left me out of it. Whatever happened to my face? Yeah, whatever happened to it? Looks like you fell on it. Oh, it doesn't look... <laughs> Say, clerk. Yes, sir? Uh, give me, uh, this week, a life, a pick, and a look. 
Say, George, do you want to click? Yes. Well, stop singing Ain't Misbehaving, oh, brother. quiet, quiet. <laughs> Here are your magazines, sir. Thanks. I say, would you sell me some cigarettes for the boys in my band? Camels? Only the drummer, the rest are musicians. <laughs> train leaving on track four for South Carolina, South train. Dakota, yeah. South Bend, and south of the border, down Mexico. <laughs> Everybody, we better go. Oh, there's Bubbles. Bubbles where? Pulling in on track six. <laughs> oh, hello, Bubbles. Well, Gracie, I've got your Aunt Clara standing over there with Truman. Say, Bubbles, you've got on too much mascara. Mascara? This is a black eye. <laughs> well, how did you get a black eye? I was dancing with Aunt Clara, and she hit me in the eye with her bustle. <laughs> with her bustle? And boy, does she swing it. <laughs> Wait. My goodness, Gracie. Don't tell me that's your Aunt Claire over there. Yes. Why is she bent over like that? Well, uh, well, you see, she used to be a contortionist, and she was in the middle of a act when vaudeville went out. <laughs> well, she certainly looks funny. Oh, here they are. Hello, Andy. Here, Gracie, you take care of your Aunt Clara. All right. Uh, well, what's, what's this? Oh, Aunt Clara, this is George Burns. Uh, uh. <laughs> Maybe it's something she ate. Is something wrong? Well, uh, she's got a cold. Oh, she's a little hoarse, huh? No, but you're getting pretty warm, brother. <laughs> uh, she, she sounds like she used to be with Shep Fields. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, George. Shake hands with Aunt Clara. Well, how do you do, Aunt Clara? They broke my hand. She's very strong. Oh, she ought to be. For years, she's been punching her bag. <laughs> my hand feels like a hamburger. Uh, uh, Yo, uh, now, Andy, 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 take it easy. <laughs> what makes her jump up and down like that? Well, you see, old boy, she was born a bouncing baby girl, and she never got over it. <laughs> <laughs> well, call Aunt Clara. I'll put you on the train. Uh, uh, Wait a minute. No, <laughs> Clara's out in front. Them like a second. Well, now, come on, come on. We better get on the train. Say, Bubbles, I've never seen my kangaroo act this way before. Are you sure you're fatter? She ate a half a bale of hay. Well, did she like it? Like it? She ate my half, too. <laughs> well, we better get started. We're all ready to go. Say, where's George? <laughs> George is on the train. <laughs> Laura's on the train. <laughs> George is off the train. <laughs> Say, George. George, are you hurt? Only, only in the caboose. <laughs> well, that was a swell joke, Aunt Clara. Why, that's the kangaroo. Oh, somebody told you. Hmm. All aboard for Omaha. Well, come on, everybody. Let's get on the train. Okay, what track are we on five? Oh, well. Now, listen, fellas. What? You've got to help me put Laura... you got to help me put that kangaroo in an upper. Okay. I, I thought she had a lower. Yeah, but her baby's sleeping in that. Hmm. <laughs> well, come on, boys. Now, help me. Okay. Well, there she is. Get a hold of her, Truman. Okay. Oh. Uh. Oh, she knocked out Truman. Grab her, Frank. I got her. Oh. Uh. She knocked out Frank. Come here, Laura. Out. Uh. Oh, she knocked out George. <laughs> oh, Laura knocked herself out. <laughs> you know, Gracie, this is the first time you and I have ever been alone. Oh. <laughs> I know. Did you ever think of having a husband all your own? Well, 
that's part of my life I'd rather not talk about. Why, did he and you quarrel? No. Was he killed? No. Well, what happened? He married Carol Lombard. <laughs> Ray, did you ever think of getting married? Yes, but I only make $20 a week. Well, that's enough. A week passes very quickly when you're in love. You know, my drummer's a very lucky man. Why? Well, he's got a wife and a cigarette lighter, and they both work. <laughs> oh, it's the first robin I've heard this spring. <laughs> Ray, do you mind if I move a little closer to you? I wish you would. This time of night, I always get a little chilly. When the train stops in Pasadena, we'll get a bowl. With me? No, with you. Mm-hmm. Say, Gracie, I know a joke about Spanish food. Oh, why don't you tell it? <laughs> oh, no, I can't. It's too spicy. <laughs> I love Spanish food. Would you like an enchilada? Yeah, but let's eat first. <laughs> I say, Gracie, I'd like to whisper something in your ear. What is it? Potatoes are now 12 cents a pound. Oh, may I whisper something in your ear? Mm -hmm. What? So are you. <laughs> I say, Gracie, do you like big weddings or little ones? Well, without big weddings, you can't have little ones. Are you going to be married this spring? Then here's a tip that will help your wedding day be a perfect one indeed. Start using Heinz Honey and Almond Cream right now. Then when he slips the ring over your finger... Your hands will look smooth, lovely, and feel thrilling to his touch. For Heinz Honey and Almond Cream is extra creamy, extra softening, and contains two vitamins, A and D. Faithful daily use of Heinz helps keep your hands smooth and pretty in spite of rough, chapping household jobs. And right now is your opportunity to stock up on Heinz Honey and Almond Cream at an astonishing saving. Go to the nearest toilet goods counter and ask for Heinz Autograph Special, the big dollar size Heinz Honey and Almond Cream, for only 49 cents. Now just think. You save more than half price on this dollar size Heinz. This offer is good for a limited time only, so get your Heinz autograph special now while the getting's good. The big dollar size Heinz for only 49 cents. And remember, too, with this family size Heinz, you also get a Gracie Allen autograph. It's right on the bottle and it's detachable. Ask for Heinz autograph special tonight and use your Heinz faithfully to give you soft honeymoon hands. And now Gracie will sing April Play the Fiddle. Sing. Listen to what happened to me. April played the fiddle, and my heart began to dance. And I was so surprised to find my arm around romance. April played the fiddle, and I memorized the tune. And later on, a dream, and I was seeing through the moon. Then May began to gossip, and June just winked her And you should have seen. Coming off, and when Jan and Seth came marching 
Heinz hand cream or Heinz lotion or treat yourself to both. The new Heinz hand cream comes in smart red and white jars and costs only 10 cents and 39 cents each at any toilet goods counter. Like the lotion, Heinz hand cream is a quick softener. Try it, will you? Thank you. Well, Gracie, say goodnight. Oh, good night, and say, George, you want to hear a scream? Yeah. <laughs> good night, all. Oh, <laughs> crazy! Next Wednesday, over these same stations, George and Grace and all of us will be back again, don't forget. And don't forget, for Honeymoon Hands, it's Pine's Honey and Almond Cream. This is Truman Bradley saying goodnight. The song April Plays the Fiddle is from the new show, If I Had My Way. This is the Columbia Broadcasting System. Thank you for joining us and enjoying our digitally remastered old-time radio shows from SolvedMystery.com. Please remember to leave us a review and to follow us for frequent releases.